I wish I could put my fist through this whole lousy beautiful town. Hello and welcome to episode 52 of Lousy Beautiful Town, where we like to scream about Star Wars and put our fists through things. I'm your host, Abby, and I'm joined by your other host, Jess. Hi. We can see each other and it's weird. I know, it's kind of weird. <laughs> We're using Zencaster to record and I guess now Zencaster has a, a video chat mode. And we were like, sure, why not? And we've never looked at each other while we recorded before. <laughs> You're going to see all the times I'm like on my phone, not paying attention. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. That's a great point. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, you got this. Just go without me. <laughs> we like, like plucking my eyebrows while we're recording. <laughs> I can't do any of that embarrassing shit because you're going to see it. This may be the first and last time we do this. We'll find out. <laughs> I just think that's hilarious. In the two years that we've been doing this together, this is the first time we've like recorded with our cameras. I on. know. I know. We're here. <laughs> Thanks, Zencaster. <laughs> Connecting us deeply. Uh, It's been a hot minute since it was just you and me, I guess. Not necessarily, because the one that we recorded before Ash was just you and me. So never mind. Two months ago. (laughs) (laughs) And we have had a lot of guests on lately, which has been wonderful. We basically just had Rogue Pod on our show. Um, We mooch off of their talent. And so, yeah, we thought it would be nice since we've <laughs> we've actually talked about Star Wars for a couple of episodes that we can do a, a dick around episode and do whatever we want. I mean, we've it's our podcast. It. We're going to do yeah. what we want anyway, but it's our podcast. We can do what we want. What are you doing, Charlie? Um, but we do actually have some news, like some minor shit and then also some some big shit that we'll talk about but the first one is uh there's going to be a new boba fett uh comic called war of the bounty hunters by charles sewell and it's going to be following boba fett between the the time between empire strikes back and return of the jedi so like what was he doing with han's carbonite body before it got to java (laughs) okay way to make it weird i didn't mean to make it weird (laughs) no not boba no not our precious (laughs) our precious child yeah i I put in the notes like this is the worst time to love boba fett now because i'm gonna want to read this and i'm upset about it because i want to read it for boba fett same. I hate that about me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, a walk part of this too. Yeah, oh, man, so I'm not really gonna read it. <laughs> it's because it's gonna end up crossing over with like already existing Star Wars comics that are within that time period. So, um, it's kind of like a collab between. Well, this is how Charles Sewell described it. It was like a collaboration with other Marvel Star Wars comic create comic creators like Greg Pak, who does. Darth Vader, Alyssa Wong, who does uh, Dr. Afra, and Ethan Sachs, who does the Bounty Hunters comic that I had no fucking idea existed. Um, I didn't either. <laughs> but, uh, oh, also, <laughs> there's a new Besselisk in it. So I, I just wanted to say congrats to our friend Dylan, because 
the, one can only assume this comic was created for them and them only. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it has been a true joy getting to watch Dylan create a whole backstory for this new Bessalist <laughs> after like th- three panels from a sneak peek of this comic. <laughs> I love it. I, know. I love it. I know. They're so good. Uh, but yeah, but that's the new Boba Fett. It, if this were this time last year, we never would have even fucking talked about it. We've been like, all right, yeah, there's a Boba Fett comic. But now we're like, there's a Boba Fett comic. I don't even think we would have been like, yeah, there's a Boba Fett comic. It just yeah. wouldn't have been in here at all. We wouldn't <laughs> like, have cared enough. Yeah. 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 Um, well. <laughs> uh, Victory's Price is almost here. That's the final, third and final installment of Alphabet Squadron by Alexander Freed. Um, have you read Shadowfall yet? No, I started reading like I'm halfway through the first chapter and then I it expired on my library uh, thing and I'm on hold again for another like uh, eight weeks. So uh, I'm going to run to it eventually. I should yeah. just buy it. But <laughs> I don't want to give money to. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> to Lucasfilm. <laughs> oh, Is sorry. it? But it's Del Rey. This is I mean, true. I guess it does go to Lucasfilm. If I'm going to give money Duh. to any part of Lucasfilm, it it's should go to Rey. publishing. And yeah, yeah. specifically but. Del Rey, because mm-hmm. I like Disney publishing too, because they do a lot of the YA. This is true. Ones and most of the YA, all all of the YA authors are women, or I think I think I it's know. completely arbitrary, like divide on way a versus adult fiction so whatever yeah. but anyway yeah. <laughs> um so maybe we'll get around to reading those but uh from what i have heard of Shadowfall, it is apparently very heartbreaking mm. um and that's our fucking jam so and, and I, I, mean, I don't like the title of it being victory's price no that's ominous as I'm fuck skewed. Oh, these poor babies. These poor alphabet babies. (laughs) I miss Will Lark. I know. (laughs) My sweet bean. The first chapter is like him and hot, uh, sad, hot daddy. What's his name? (laughs) Sorry. Nat? Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, Nat. It's the two of them like dicking around. Sad, hot (laughs) daddy. Which Star Wars character is just describing? <laughs> this is true. There's so many. Yeah, it's like them two dicking around, and I was like, oh. Like, like no. dicking around or like dicking okay. around? <laughs> shut, shut <laughs> um, so that's like the the content news. Now we gotta talk about some real fucking shit. So it's been a, a couple of weeks now, um, but we haven't recorded in a long time since the beginning of January, I think, is when we yeah. recorded with Ash. Um, so a lot has happened within fandom since then, um, particularly revolving uh, Christina Ariel, uh, who is hosting the High Republic show for Star Wars on YouTube. Um, and Honestly, I don't even know what triggered like the 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 fandom menace and Ichibaka's crew and such to go after she, her. She said something basically about like white people being the worst 
or something. I'm definitely uh, so paraphrasing. She, she was being correct. Yes. Um, exactly. <laughs> and uh, the whole of the Phantom Menace, Fandom Menace, uh, fucking latched onto that and were harassing the ever-living shit out of this poor girl. Uh, just for existing as a black woman in the Star Wars space. Um, and speaking and, truth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we literally on our second episode that we ever did, we talked about online abuse um, and harassment within fandom, especially and like shared our own experiences and, and all of that. And like what you need to do to fight back against online abuse. Um, but apparently we need to have that conversation again. So, mm-hmm we'll we'll probably do an entire episode on its own because it is again so unbelievably important to get that out and also like when this all was happening i saw way too many people who i know have followed me for a very long time say they didn't know who these people were um they Mm. never heard of itchy baka before and it's like how like I have There's a, so many of us that have been yeah the target of their harassment. Yeah. If you if you Google my Twitter handle, like my old one, um, which if you don't know it, then well, that sucks. Um, but my <laughs> old Twitter handle and like go to like the news part or you know, whatever, just like scroll through it, it's all like articles from their website saying mm-hmm. something nasty about me in regard to whatever situation. So like, and and we have never been quiet about that. And it's, it's really disturbing. Like seeing people you've known for years be like, I didn't even know who this guy is. And it's like, what? <laughs> it's yeah. So we're going to have some of these have... people. Go ahead. I, I know some of these people were definitely around two mm-hmm. years ago. Yep. Before we started this podcast, when there was a whole bunch of shit that went down yep. with a certain website mm-hmm. curator slash editor slash mm-hmm. horrible human I, being. Um, yeah. And they were a part of all of this. <laughs> yep. <sighs> wow. That was two years ago. Yeah. Because that was in, in 2018. That was almost. No, yeah. no, I don't like that. I don't like yeah, that. That was 2018. <laughs> it's it's 2021, right? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that kills me. I know some of these people were around when um, I almost fucking got doxxed by Ethan Van, whatever the fuck his name is. It's just like they're all connected. You're just, you're sticking your head in the sand. You are being ignorant on purpose. Um, but anyway, we'll probably do a whole another episode again on online abuse because apparently we need a review. <laughs> uh, and then the other big piece, the very exciting piece, uh, is Gina Carano has been fucking fired. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would also like to say that we found out this news <laughs> when we were doing trivia night with Encyclopedia. So we uh-huh. were like, 
among friends and yeah. less beautiful townies and it was fantastic it was, <laughs> it was like so the best place good. to find out it was like after we'd finished trivia and like we were just you know in the hangout period afterwards where people can have their cameras on and just chit chat and people are talking and i'm like sitting there scrolling on my phone and i'm like y'all how valid is like or how like how credible is such and such as a source and everyone's like that's pretty that's pretty accurate and i'm like gina carano got fired and then it was a big <laughs> celebration uh our impact with danny <laughs> yes that's <laughs> amazing it was it was really it was something it was special um, and the memes have been uh, chef's kiss ever since so- <laughs> i haven't even been on twitter and i'm like seeing the memes on instagram and everywhere i'm so happy somehow cardoon has died <laughs> Cara Dune died on her way back to her own planet. Oh my god. Um, so Gina's finally gone. Um, this happened, I think, like, the day after, or, like, this news came out the day after um, Gina Carano had shared something on her Instagram story that basically equated being a conservative to being Jewish in the Holocaust and used a pretty triggering and disturbing image along with that text. And uh, I guess that was part of the final straw for Disney. And they said no more. Which like on one hand, yay. On the other hand, the transphobia wasn't enough. Right. That fucking sucks. Right. And there were rumors like going around that Lucasfilm wanted to get rid of her back in November when a lot more of that, like her being transphobic and then also being like loudly anti-max max mask <laughs> um, and, and yeah. anti-max. So probably. Yeah. Um, and being but, super blue lives matter. Not that yeah. Disney cares about that, oh, but no. you know, yeah. Um, but like met possibly met pushback from John Favreau, but that's no one knows. Um, but yeah, like th- I saw lots of folks talking about it on Twitter of like, we can be like, let's celebrate and be happy that she's gone while also keeping in mind that it the transphobia wasn't enough and we still have a lot of work to do or Disney has a lot of work to do. I mean, um, so it's like one of those things of we're fucking thankful, but also it took you that long. Yeah. And I mean, that's and also like what a reason to get rid of her. Like that's extremely important as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ugh, yeah. I saw so. something uh, Jordan Mason posted and he's pretty credible like when he gets scoops and mm-hmm. stuff, but I guess they're not going to recast Cardoon. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw, yeah, there's been, obviously, ever since there's rumors of, like, are they going to recast her? Are they just going to write her out? <laughs> Danny um, Fernandez shot her shot, too. She <laughs> a, like, super sexy, like, oh, yeah! photo. Like, I am, yeah. what did she say? I am Karina Duna or something like that. <laughs> I am buff and sexy and I don't suck. <laughs> this is all true. There are so many of our friends that have been like, recast me as Cara Dune, and I'm like, yes. Um, however, my favorite suggestion for recasting 
Cara Dune, like which who they should recast her with is uh, Don Cheadle. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not see that? Oh, that's right, I literally, I've only been on Twitter for like since this morning. <laughs> so somebody made a fucking change.org petition <laughs> to replace Gina Carano as Cara Dune with Don Cheadle. And let me let me read you the like uh, description of, of oh, what, no. <laughs> what you'd be signing and why you'd be signing it. Uh, so after the success of John Favreau's Iron Man, production quickly began on a sequel. <laughs> I was gonna say, don't take a sip of your wine. Like, wait, where's this going? <laughs> During pre-production, actor Terrence Howard, who played James Rhodes, aka Rhodey, aka War Machine, dropped out of the film due to contract disagreements. This left an urgent need for Favreau to recast the character. The man who stepped up to fill the role? Don Cheadle. <laughs> Today, Favreau is the showrunner for The Mandalorian on Disney+. With the news of Cheetah Carano being fired from the role of Cara Dune, John Favreau faces the same problem he did over a decade ago. <laughs> the solution here is obvious. Bring in the expert. Don Cheadle has already proven to the world that he can not only pick up where another actor left off, but elevate a character to places we haven't seen before. <laughs> Cara Dune is an interesting, open-ended character that many Star Wars fans have come to enjoy on screen. There are still endless opportunities to tell a story with this character, and it would be a shame to let the character disappear because of the actions of one actress. We need the Cheadle. What would it would Kara be a nickname for his Kara <laughs> Cynthia something? Yeah. Dune? No, it could be Kara no, Cynthia, fucking, it's fine. Fucking Don Cheadle comes back and he's just Rhodey. <laughs> <laughs> this is finally how we get our Star Wars Marvel crossover. And like, no explanation. Just now Rhodey is there. Somehow oh James I mean, Rhodes got there. It fits. There's like metal suits. Yeah. There's like cyborg robot. Yeah. Droid killer machine things. There's. Yeah. There's Melinda May. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is in there? <laughs> she, She's it, it so really far. It would be funny if she was like, you look really familiar. <laughs> And he's just like, I'm Rhodey. He's got one of those faces. <laughs> yeah. What was what was the name that he wanted War Machine to be? Or did he want it to be War Machine and people were calling it Iron Patriot or something like that? I don't remember. Oh, well, whatever. I don't know. But <laughs> don't all remember. the all the all the news or what am I trying to say? The promotional like what I'm trying to say? The press tours there we go mm. press tours with him oh my God. Ha have been a delight because yeah. he's just so like <laughs> yeah like not reverent of marvel anything no <laughs> That's, those are my favorite marvel actors when they're all like this is fucking stupid <laughs> yeah like uh, anthony mackie with the falcon him uh, and oh my god <laughs> tom holland yeah, what's the name of the actor that plays um, uh, Bucky? 
Yes. Sebastian, Sebastian Stan. Stan. Yeah. I oh my that. god, the two of them are so funny together <laughs> in know. interviews. And then and then Anthony Mackie goes off on how much he hates Tom Holland. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. <laughs> he's like he's a fucking child. <laughs> But they Isn't there had, something where he like ne- he wanted juice or something like that, and he's like, yeah. oh, "Fucking course <laughs> he's like, he does." <laughs> like, <laughs> I when uh, they were doing the promotional tour for um, what was it? Infinity War. They had paired uh, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan with um, Winston Duke. And the three of them together was chef kiss. Um, I miss press tours very, very much. So do I. (laughs) (laughs) Especially the Marvel and Star Wars ones. Oh, God. What I would give for another Oscar Isaac and John Boyega read thirst tweets. Oh, God. I love the there's a video out there that's a clip from that um, where it's like 10 minutes of Oscar Isaac saying my ass is sweating. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I very much so miss those. <laughs> but oh God. yeah, is there anything else we want to say about Gina Carano? I, l- I just want to point out once again, we started talking about her and just <laughs> she's so like not important to us and we just completely diverted from talking about her and the character of Cara Dune to talking about Marvel press tours. So <laughs> and bye, bitch. Of, right, right. <laughs> bye. Instead of recasting her, just replace her with James Rhodes. Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't even explain it. Don't even say a fucking thing about it. It's just Rhodey's there now. <laughs> and the baby loves him. Yeah. Mm. Uncle Rhodey. Uncle Rhodey. Stop. <laughs> um, so we decided we're gonna just do whatever the fuck we want this episode. So we're gonna do a QA. So we are gonna answer some of your questions. And we had a pretty good amount of questions. Um we haven't done a Q&A in forever. A long ass time. I feel like the last Q&A we did might have been white goose feminism. It was definitely pre-COVID. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I hate everything. It's been a year, man. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't like it. All right. You ready to answer some questions? Yeah, let's do this. Okay. So our first one is from Russ. And he's actually a new a new listener, a new a new Patreon. They yeah. he uh, was with Bethany's team for a trivia night, and then he followed us afterwards. So welcome aboard, Russ. Yes, um, and I'm sorry. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> My condolences <laughs> that we ha- you have to listen to us now and be in the Discord. <laughs> yeah, God, our Discord is crazy sometimes. Uh, but Russ asks, uh, best new or at least new to you TV series you watched last year? So I'm assuming within 2020. Does Mandalorian count or The Clone Wars? <laughs> That's not new. <laughs> Neither of those are new. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't count. Um, um, what did I watch? Castlevania. Castlevania? Yeah. <laughs> 
We did watch Castlevania. I'm trying to think of what else Chris and I watched last year. We watched Bridgerton, but then yeah, it was fine. Like it's, yeah, it's it's fun, but eh. I used uh, me and my best friend when we were in middle school used to read mm-hmm. these romance novels that were very like Regency era. It was about yeah. these two like spinster sisters that like would help all of the like unmarriageable young women get married. Mm-hmm. They would like do a makeover and like find <laughs> some man that was like perfect for them. It was, they were very steamy. And I'm like, I can't believe my parents let me read these when I was like 11 <laughs> years old, but it's fine. <laughs> um, but hey, you're reading. It's fine. You can read Stephen King and romance novels. Oh, Nor Roberts is totally appropriate for a 12-year-old. Anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> um. And I was like texting my best friend. And I was just like, you need to watch Bridgerton because this reminds me exactly of what we used to read on the bus, like going to school. And we'd be like, ooh, <laughs> like, so scandalized, but also like, That's oh, no, funny. it was That's great. Funny. So it was a nice trip down memory lane, if, Aww. you know, anything at all. Yeah. But yeah. Chris actually it watched fine. it. Yeah. Chris watched it with me, surprisingly. Um, I did not. Well, he came in. uh he came, he'd come home from work when I was watching, like just starting the fourth episode. And he's like, yeah, I'll sit and watch until I get bored. And then ended up watching the rest of the season with me because I was having a bad day. Um, <laughs> I know he's, he's a good egg. Um, and, and he's been the best part about having watched Bridgerton is like oh, him bet. joking around and being like, my affairs are in order. <laughs> like whenever he can or like, you know like will kiss my hand and be like oh, i have soiled you and <laughs> stuff like that like he's just been a goober about it but then he was also like genuinely is- interested in some of the history of the era and like i'll take any excuse that i can to talk about some fun history knowledge that i know um and Should so that do was- a bridgerton era mm-hmm. high thoughts with <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Actually, of of all of those, well, yeah, of, of many of those time periods, like, to be honest, the Regency era is one that I know the least about. One of the ones that I know the least about, just because it was yeah. never interesting to me. <laughs> I know sorry, um, B. Coke, who owns the Ripped Bodice mm-hmm. bookstore in L.A., um, where Sarah Kuhn has had many of her book launch parties. Um, Mm. She wrote a book about like Regency heroines recently. Mm. I can't remember what the title is. Yeah. But it from. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's all I got. I'll have to look into that because I've been very into romance novels lately. Yes, you have. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think somebody asked a question about books later, so we could talk about that later. Yeah. Um, so I like how Chris had this very cute response to Bridgerton and yeah. Billy got annoyed because I was watching it really late and really loudly, I guess. And it was the one, this, the episode where they, well, I don't want to spoil it. It's the episode where there's a lot of sex and uh-huh. really loud sex for a long period of time. And Billy was like, are you fucking watching porn? <laughs> <laughs> and what if I am? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to join me? <laughs> Papa Scott, babe. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was so upset. I was being yeah. loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> I remember, yeah, when that episode came up, Chris was like, "Oh, oh, so we're doing this?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, it's it's a Shondaland TV show. What do you expect?" Right? <laughs> and I mean, like, 
pretty decent sex scenes, so yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. We'll just <laughs> we'll just leave it there. This is not the Patreon episode. <laughs> I don't know. That's never stopped us before. I don't know. No, I you know. Oh God. Okay, you want but, to? Oh, go ahead. Uh. Oh, so I want to talk about Castlevania again. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, we talked about this with Jacqueline. Yeah. Okay. I thought for some reason we talked about that on a Patreon episode, but never mind. We probably um, did. Basically, the best thing from coming out of Castlevania, aside from it being amazing, is that we send each other memes <laughs> back and forth <laughs> all the time. They're good memes. <laughs> I have to send you some of my, uh, some of the good uh, a la carte and Trevor Belmont fix. Oh, yes, please. Because <laughs> this is pretty nice. Pretty nice. Mm, yes. Yeah. Stop looking so. at my boner <laughs> before you kill me. <laughs> Sorry. Not only did I show you my titties, but I also showed you my mental illness. <laughs> I also love that James Callis is the voice of Alucard, who plays yeah. Baltar on Battlestar Galactica. And I like, I have such, like, it's totally like his type of character, but for some reason, I cannot picture him doing the voice work for this character because it's so like emotional and like just so I don't know, mm. not what I picture James Cal James Callis is a very like good comedic actor. So I'm like, this is so not ah, the type he, of character that I would picture yeah. him doing, but it works really well. Yeah. He does a great job. But he lands all those humorous moments that Alec really has. Does. And like does even oh, he's just He's a cutie patootie, and I love him. I know. Must protect. Must protect. Well, who's your favorite character so far? In I I like Trevor. He's just yeah. a big, dumb idiot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's very relatable. Yeah. He has childhood trauma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's just so over it. He's tired. He yeah. just wants to bone and get on with his life, and I feel that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, honestly, I should have known that it would be Trevor because he's exactly your type. Yeah, he's <laughs> like disgruntled, yeah, like, traumatized boy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, who's actually got like a very soft heart underneath yeah. it all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, I'm very fond of Alucard. Oh yeah, same. Also, I love Sypha. She's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I really liked um who is the guy the name of the like mayor of the town or whatever who's oh in oh. season 3 yeah i forget his name isn't he just the judge isn't he just judge something like that i don't remember but he's he was like one of my favorites too cuz he's just not what i was expecting him to be <laughs> <laughs> yeah his name is just judge Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's good because he's voiced by Jason Isaacs. Oh, that must be why I like him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was funny because I remember like hearing him talk and I was like, ah, oh, fuck, it's Lucius Malfoy. <laughs> and then that's when Chris and I just kept going like back and forth uh, doing Lucius Malfoy impressions. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> so we're very annoying to watch TV with. <laughs> <laughs> Did you end up watching Blood of Olympus? I, we're kind of still watching it yeah, now. Um, 
Billy described it as a senior in high school's film project. <laughs> Which I don't feel like he's wrong. I think we're only like four episodes in, but it yeah. like just started getting kind of good. So I'm like, yeah, I'm into this. And also the like main evil guys, hot. Oh my god, you so- <laughs> Oh yeah, I remember we were texting about that one time because they're like, he probably has a praise kink. Like <laughs> Oh yeah. I was like, I like his aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> AKA horny for whatever his name is. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You want to read the next question? Yeah. So the next question is from Georgie. Um, Tom Holland or Chris Evans? Chris Evans. Yeah. Like, Georgie, okay, I if- know we have it. So me oh, and Georgie ahead. have an affinity for Tom Holland. We send each other Tom Holland stuff back and forth on Instagram all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I always feel really uncomfortable because I'm like, I'm over 10 years older than this child, even though he's like not. <laughs> underage the fact that he plays a teenager in films that i watch is what makes me uncomfortable um yeah but he's just so adorable and i can't help it (laughs) yeah he's he's a a cutie patootie and every single time i see his uh lip sync battle (laughs) oh my um, god umbrella dance come up i have to watch it um it reignites the fire (laughs) in my loins what Um, I feel like I've watched that video so many times that I know the dance by heart just from right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this part's coming up. There we go. Yeah, Drop it. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, Chris, Chris Evans, Evans, especially with a beard, um, mm. especially when he's guarding that pussy <laughs> <laughs> and posting Instagram stories with his dog on his bare chest, uh, like you know what you're doing. Uh, you know asshole. what you're doing. Asshole. Ugh. Please send um, me thirst traps, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Georgie also asked if you could greenlight your ideal Star Wars movie series game, whatever, what would it be and who would be in it? Um, first thing that came to mind was Chloe Bennett Afra, mm. but I also so one of the reasons why I was really upset about the whole Gina Carano thing, I mean there's multiple reasons, but mm-hmm. the Alderan shit is like yeah i want more of that shit <laughs> i want to be yeah. sad <laughs> and so now i'm like <laughs> obsessed with that and i'm like i need more stories about alderaan survivors other than Leia mm. and this shitty person um Oof. so now i'm like i want something like that or like night sisters anything that's like alternate force user stuff why do you just we want need more trauma of that shit. city I know. I'm sorry. I, I didn't think mean you, to. I think, <laughs> I think you should drawn pro- to. I think you should process that this week with your Gina. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. My therapist's name is Gina. <laughs> She's um, a good Gina. She is a good Gina. Um, I. You know what? I'm gonna go the absurd answer. I want a Star Wars dating sim, like Dream Daddy, like in the style of Dream Daddy, which oh we need God. to finish. <laughs> we do. <laughs> but it's basically like Dream Daddy and. You get to try and seduce all of the Star Wars folks that you want. All the Star Wars daddies. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it could be Star Wars Dream Daddy. Yeah, it could be that. Like, in in that case, then it would probably be Bo-Katan. But, you know. Um, <laughs> or Din Tcharin. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <Okay. laughs> um, I think that would be fucking funny. Just why not? Star Wars is at his best when it's stupid. So give me a Agreed. Star Wars dating sim. 
stupid or sad. That's no in between. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I care about. <laughs> oh. Um, so Georgie asks next, upcom- upcoming Marvel content you're looking forward to? The rest of WandaVision. Oh, my God. It's so good. <laughs> but also Loki. Yeah. It's going to be so I'm- fucking weird and hot. <laughs> I have never found Tom Hiddleston hot. Really? Yeah, or, I think like, it's Loki his voice. Well, that's fair. It's, it's the voice and it's the like, there's a lot of like gifs and memes of him being a sub. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> I'm into it. When he said but Neil also, in I, Avengers, he really wanted somebody that- to say that to him. <laughs> Yes, yes. I mean, maybe he's a switch. It's fine. Um, But also, I think he just, like, does Loki – he does complex Loki really well. Yes. Like, when it started getting where he was, like, not necessarily a complete bad guy, that's when Loki became more interesting to me just as a character, not just as a thirst object. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he is fantastic in Ragnarok. Like, very, very good in Ragnarok. So good. um, I yeah, yeah, I'm very excited for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um. I, now that, because I wasn't really interested in Wandavision, and now that yeah. I've seen like what they're doing and like how how good they're able to bring in like characters from other films. Which never got to happen with Shield, which I'm very upset about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it makes me happy that they're still they're doing that now, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, because Jimmy Woo, <laughs> Jimmy Woo, <laughs> I love him so much. And Darcy, like yeah. I was just like, what? I'm never so did I imagine my dream team would be Darcy Lewis, Jimmy Woo, and Monica Rambo. Right. The best trio. Right. Like, <laughs> I love them. I know. They're so They're fun. So but yeah, it's very good. It's. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, and we, we are definitely going to have an episode on that. Yes. Yes. Because. We got to talk about the way some folks talk about mental health and WandaVision. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like that article what that came out yesterday or earlier today or whatever, where it was like. Uh, WandaVision, it's time to reveal your big bad. And everyone's like, the big bad is trauma. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, But yes, it's, we yeah. want to have Ash on for that because Ash's favorite character is Scarlet Witch. Um, mm-hmm. And they've been very vocal about it. And um, <laughs> also on their, their WandaVision podcast called PonderVision. Um not opening a beer while we're talking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can see you now. No, you can't. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but yeah, that's what we want to. We want to have an episode about WandaVision and mental health with our dear friend Ash. Man, you got a lime and everything. Look I at did you. get a lime and it just you squirted me in the face. in your face. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even ask. <laughs> just did uh, anyway <laughs> anyway serena asked what are our wandavision thoughts um related yeah do we want to get spoilery or no spoilers for wandavision yep starting uh, now <laughs> yep uh, all the way up till what episode six is the latest one that's out 
Yeah. Yeah. We're recording this on the 16th. Um, I fucking love it so much. <laughs> Dude, the first episode was very like, what is oh happening? This is really weird. I don't know if I like this, but I could see where it was going. And mm-hmm. like episode four is like where it got super real. And it was like, oh, here we go. This is where everything yeah. comes together. And fuck, like the fact that Maria died ah! during the five years of the snap or what are they calling it in the show? Uh, the, the blip? No, the blip. That was, yeah, no, it's the blip. Is that blip or is that Spider-Man? Spider-Man had a different word for it too, didn't he? No, they what used they the, the blip. blip. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I was like, oh shit. That's, oh shit. They're going to mm-hmm. deal with that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it has been a very, very interesting and very well done character study on mm-hmm. many of these characters, but Wanda in particular. And yeah. it is so nice to see Wanda being like her character being used in a way that gets to show off one, how good of a character Wanda Maximoff is. Mm-hmm. And two, how talented Elizabeth Olsen is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and also, like, the same thing with Vision. Like, I never really cared too much about Vision before. Like, okay, cool, USB drive. Um, just put him in some rice. He'll be fine. <laughs> like, I was never too terribly into Vision. Um, but I fucking love him now. Oh, um, yeah. And the way, especially this last episode, like mm-hmm. just the conflict between him and Wanda right now oh. is like real like, okay, we're actually getting like Marvel has always been. I mean, it's hard because it's such a huge universe and they always put mm-hmm. so many characters into one film that it's like, okay, everybody has to have their time. Like, how do you have time to like really yeah. deep dive unless you're Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and you have seven seasons of 22 <laughs> episodes each and right. then you have time. But they don't get into trauma a lot and they don't get into responding to all the traumatic stuff that they go through and the tensions that that creates in relationships. And this is what this is giving us. And it's mm-hmm. so good. And I mean, I know there's other complications with vision in this. So it's like, yeah. is this, oh God, is that actually him responding to this? Or if this is this what Wanda would feel like he, how he would respond? Oof. Like, or is Oof. he like, what? Like, is, is there something deep down that she knows this is how he would react? Because, yeah. oh my God, it's just, it's, it's a lot. Uh, it's so much. And it's so good. I know. But yeah, we'll do a, we'll do a in-depth. Yeah. And talk about how Wanda is not the fucking villain. Yeah. Um, something I do, I do fucking love to mention is how well they nail the vibe of what ever era tv show they're working with in any particular episode oh my like, god yes i the often <laughs> yeah i i often <laughs> forget that i'm not watching a sitcom starring right. two avengers like especially in the first one like that was a perfect like it gave me so many like the dick van dyke show vibes mm-hmm. um and then like in the second one gave me lots of like i love lucy vibes um mm-hmm. And then into, like, the Mary Tyler Moore show and, like, the Brady Bunch and then, like, Full <laughs> mm-hmm. House and then Malcolm mm-hmm. in the Middle. It's just, oh, they nail it so well. And the commercials, too. Oh, my God. I forgot about the commercials. <laughs> the commercial in this most recent episode was fucking, like, dark. I know. Well, 
it's going along with the uh, what's happening on the show, <laughs> on the, the quote show, yeah. quote show and actual show. Oh, it's so oh complicated. <laughs> also, Evan Peters. I, okay. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> what? They recast Pietro? Yeah. <laughs> she was dying. I was like, thank you for being so meta about that. I lo- Marvel does a really good job at skirting that line in like like self-awareness in yeah. their media of like not making it cringy, but also yeah. like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she recast Pietro. <laughs> so good. Uh, and I uh. love cool Uncle Pietro that teaches his nephews how to shotgun. <laughs> Sprite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was disappointed it wasn't Surge <laughs> or whatever that terrible uh, soda was, was that, in the 90s. Was that still around in the early 2000s? Because this was more like early 2000s yeah. vibes. How old was I? It was 96 or 97. Mm. I don't yeah. know. I don't, when was it discontinued? I don't even know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> no clue. Anyway. Yeah, we love um, We do. So Serena also asks, what are your post-sequel headcanons that you consider canon? Finpo. I think, yeah, I was going to say. I think <laughs> we have the same one. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Ray, Ray is either a lesbian or is Arrow Ace. Mm-hmm. If she is a lesbian, then she's with Rose. Yes. That's it, right? That's everybody? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else is dead. <laughs> and and Finn is a Jedi. Finn's a right. Jedi. Yeah. I don't think, well, I don't think that's a head also, canon so much as it's definitely canon. I was going to say the Lego Star Wars uh, <laughs> franchise has set us straight on that. So he's a Jedi. He's being trained by Rey. Uh, Serena also asked, who's your Star Wars comfort character? Comfort is is a very subjective word. <laughs> yeah. Normally, I would say Ahsoka, but mm-hmm. that's complicated these days. Mm-hmm. Luke is usually mine. Um, now he brings up feelings of complicated, weird things because of Grogu, I feel like. <laughs> I... Ugh. I do not understand why people are so convinced that we will never get Grogu again and that Din and Grogu won't be reunited because they're gonna do that. He's not gonna stick around with Luke forever. Oh, I know this, but I'm still upset that he made Din sad. (laughs) (laughs) I will never get that face out of my head. (laughs) It's forever burned in my memory. (laughs) He's Listen, Luke's just a dumb twink and forgot to tell him his name and also his contact (laughs) info um, because he was struck in gay panic. (laughs) Um, Uh, Give me your child, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh my god. I've been reading a lot of Din Luke fic. (laughs) I don't know. Do I have any other Star Wars comfort characters? Like Leia. Yeah, I think Leia is... Yeah. Everybody in Star Wars is so traumatized. It's hard to like <laughs> pin <laughs> and down so a character are we. That's safe. <laughs> I also feel like 
I was going to say Rex, but now that's complicated too. Like (laughs) we Rex used to be my comfort character because he was just always around and he was a good friend. And that was before the end. (laughs) (laughs) The Siege of Mandalore. That was before that. (laughs) I was going to say that we, uh, our our comfort characters trauma is whatever is closest to our own. (laughs) Wait, what does that say about me? Uh Uh-huh. Why is your camera, like, freaking the fuck out right now? Is it? Oh, it does this sometimes. <laughs> that fix it? No, it's still having a party. Looks like the opening credits of Jersey Shore. <laughs> Speaking of early 2000s, why is it doing this? I don't, I don't know. know. Whatever, it's fine. Sorry. It's just, just a party. Tell me you're going to have a seizure. I'll turn it <laughs> Chris, don't come in. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, you want to ask the Zora, next question? Laura, we are not answering this next question. <laughs> mm. a, a dead one is my answer. <laughs> the question is, who is your favorite jungle cat? I don't watch cats, and I never will. <laughs> no. No. Um, <laughs> stop. You're, you putting the cursor down, like, messed me up. Why did you Sorry. do that? Sorry. <laughs> Um, I like this question. Danny Heck asked, if you were a fish, what kind of fish would you want to be? And then the follow-up is, what kind of fish would your favorite Star Wars characters be? And I just thought this was a very wholesome question. (laughs) This is a very Meg question. (laughs) This is a very Meg question. Um, I want to be a shark, because a shark is a fish. See, I want to be... An orca, but I know they're not fish, so this is a problem. Can I be one of those fish that's like only in the dark and has like <laughs> the light to attract the <laughs> prey? The, um, what's it called? The dangly thing. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of anglerfish. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I want to. Like, oh, go ahead. That would be fun. <laughs> I specifically would like to be a salmon shark. Um, so salmon sharks are. They look very similar to great whites, but they're very small. <laughs> and that's why they're called salmon sharks. That's um, cute. And so it's like a little itty bitty baby who thinks this is a big old great white. That's um, you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, yeah, I have a lot of uh, great white shark energy for my very salmon shark size body (laughs) i feel like leia would then be a salmon shark yes 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 i think so i don't know enough about fish to feel like i can name like species of fish for star wars characters like mammals i could do i don't know like i don't know birds or fish i just i just eat them sorry You being an anglerfish makes sense. Right? Like, I like being you're in the antisocial. Dark. <laughs> it's like the you, goth fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you lure people in just to fucking bite their heads off. <laughs> oh, and you're dark oh. and mysterious. Dark and mysterious. Who would be an anglerfish in Star Wars? Asajj Ventress. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What fish would Anakin be? What's a 
Um, something stupid. The oh, the fly, the fish that fly and like smack, like knock themselves out on the sides of boats, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like real, real into it. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Flying fish, right? That's what they're called. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> right? The fish that fly. <laughs> Uh, Jamie asks if animals could talk which would be the rudest cats yeah (laughs) cats would be fucking dicks specifically meowie yeah meowie is a bitch fuck her although she's being a really cute loaf today like all day Mm. unless she's talking to Billy then she's just like I love you dude my dad came over today to feed the fish because we now have a fish oddly enough (laughs) (laughs) ironically um because i forgot to feed it this morning and uh meowie was like being all sweet to him and like meowing at him and like rubbing her head on him and i'm like what the fuck like am i the only person that meowie doesn't like i guess so (laughs) so not well she's not just racist she's sexist yes (laughs) because she likes your dad (laughs) she also likes christian my sister's boyfriend so i don't know does she she like your sister oh i don't know yeah i don't remember We'll have to test that out yeah, whenever yeah. it's finally safe for me to come visit you. Oh, God. It'll be like eight years, but that's fine. They that's rescheduled fine. An- Celebration Anaheim for 2022, right? It's yes. not. Okay, good. I was like, they're mm, they're not yeah. betting on this year because I wouldn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> Emma asks. What's your favorite version of Cinderella? And if you don't like Cinderella, what's your beef, punk? So, uh, yes, the brandy version of Cinderella. Which I just found out today is on Disney+. Plus. Yeah! I'm going to watch that this weekend. Mm-hmm. If we're talking, like, spins on Cinderella that don't necessarily follow the, like, you know, like the true Cinderella storyline, like, ever after... Oh, that's a good one. And Ella Enchanted. Oh, that's a good one, too. I was going to say, I like the one with Hilary Duff. <laughs> <gasps> a Cinderella story! Yeah. Yes! I love that movie. I know, it's really good. What's his Gosh. name? Uh, Chad. Chad Michael Murray. Yeah, I had a big crush on him when I was in yeah, high school. He used, he used to be the it boy. I know. I wonder what happened to him. Hope he's doing yeah. all right. <laughs> Emma asks, what's your dream vacation? <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> Any, literally anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> anywhere outside my house. Yeah. I'm not camping <laughs> right now. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing I can do. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Billy just dropped a bunch of money on camping equipment because that's literally mm. the only thing I'm we can do right quiet. now. And so he bought like a heater that has a thermostat so we don't get Mm. carbon monoxide poisoning inside our like truck tent (laughs) okay (laughs) it's very fancy nice we're gonna be set you might even enjoy camping (laughs) 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 if we get this all set up (laughs) yeah yeah i i just want to get out of the country again (laughs) i want to go to asia and never come back (laughs) yeah we were just having this conversation the other day. Like, we have a house in the Philippines. We have a house. 
I have long lost family in Japan. I'm sure they'll take me in. Yeah. (laughs) And if not, just come come a little further south and we'll take care of you. I have some Korean family members too. They'll take me in. There you go. (laughs) They live in a farm. That'll be fun. Oh, fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we have mango trees and and banana trees Mm. by our house in the Philippines. Let's do it. Uh, Let's run away. Let's go. (laughs) Never look back. Me and Billy, uh, legit, we're looking at property, like how much it would be to move to Thailand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'll come visit and, you. And Billy's like, you know, I'm a mechanic. Like, I could just fix, like, all the motorbikes. And I was like, I teach yoga. Like, I could do huh? some dumb, like, like white people resort shit yoga There classes. you go. <gasps> there you go. Take their money. Mm-hmm. That's smart. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think that's our dream vacation is anywhere that's not where our houses are right now. <laughs> Although do I do really want to go to Morocco. I was learning Arabic yeah? to be able to do that. And oh, that's right. I remember yeah, that. that's that's put on hold for multiple yeah. reasons, but mostly because I can't go there and who knows how long. <laughs> I really want. I really want to do like a history tour through parts of Europe. Because that's my jam. There's so and, like, many. I know. And like Chris has already told me like that's what we can do for our honeymoon. And I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, like, cause you can oh my god, you can go and stay a night in the castle that Anne Boleyn grew up in. What? <laughs> <laughs> Your face. I know. I like what? And Chris said we could do that. I don't want to do that. I want to get haunted by Anne Boleyn. Mm-hmm. She would definitely haunt you. Yes, she would. Because we'd be She'd best be like, friends. Bitch, keep telling my story. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, keep fucking talking about me. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, Jeremy asked, who is an author you wish more people read? Rebecca Roanhorse mm. and Justina Ireland. Because... Mm. Rebecca Roanhurst's newest book, Black Sun, is amazing. Yeah. It's it's set in a pre-colonial Americas, like pan-Americas uh-huh. em- empire situation, and it's fantasy, and it's it's just really good. It's very dark. All of her books are very dark, but yeah. they're very good. <laughs> yeah. And I'm really excited to read Justina Ireland's High Republic stuff because her uh, books, her zombie books, which I don't like zombies. We all know this, <laughs> but I fucking love those books so much. They're so good. Mm-hmm. Her uh, Dread Nation and I can't remember the name of the second one, but there's two of them and they're amazing. There's a question. I swear to God, somebody asked us and then I forgot to put it. There it is. I did indeed forget to put a question in. Um, there's a lot of authors that I wish more people read. Um, I guess one right now in particular, I've been reading a lot of Brene Brown lately, mm. like a good social worker that I am. Um, just because like, I feel like she's kind of like a, a comfort person for me. <laughs> yeah, um, I get that. Yeah, and a big thing that my therapist and I are working on are my shame spirals and Brene is an expert in shame and vulnerability. So, Oh, really? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I'm no. currently reading. <laughs> I know. I'm currently reading uh, the gifts of imperfection. And it's very good so far. I'm not adding that to my Goodreads. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Want to read? Oh, that's a really high rating for Goodreads. Four point five six. Yeah. All right. God. What did I read in 2020? Legend Born by Tracy Dion. Wait, we didn't actually ask the question. Oh, damn it. I, <laughs> I just wrote it down. My bad. <laughs> Am I asking it? Yeah, go ahead. Spencer asks, what were your favorite non-Star Wars books that you read in 2020? Legend Born by Tracy Dion. <laughs> it is a... King Arthur YA tale mm. and the main character is a black girl who has who's like kind of discovering her identity and her mom died when she was young oh. and her best friend is Asian and I was like oh. this was written for me and my best friend because there's like so much so yeah. much there's like mom trauma dead mom trauma there's oh. like identity shit she's like redis- she's rediscovering her like going through like her ancestors and like doing all like rediscovering her like spirituality with that. And I'm just wow. like, Oh my God, it's, it was written for us. And it's just a really <laughs> good book. I, uh, I read two books in 2020. <laughs> <I was gonna> <laughs> <say>. <laughs> yeah. Reading was Which very hard were- for me. One of them Let- was really good. <laughs> <laughs> they were reading was very hard for me in 2020. It made me really sad. Because, like, 2019, I had done so well with my Goodreads challenge. And, like, I felt, like, energized and ready to go to read more books in 2020. And then there was a pandemic. Um, So I read two books in 2020, (laughs) one of which was a Star Wars book. (laughs) Which was uh, The Crystal Star. Um, That was... For a very long time, the only book I had read in 2020. Um, it is not yeah, that was good. until like July, <laughs> at least. Yeah, I, let's see. I I read I read the Crystal Star from January 11th, 2020, to January 21st, 2020, and then I didn't read the next book that I read in 2020, which was Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey McQuiston. I think, uh, until August 25th, 2020. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then finished it on August 26th, 2020. So that was my favorite book. Um, it's a really I, good book. It's so <laughs> good. It's a really uh, cute. It is about the first son of the United States. Uh, he's uh, the the child of the first women, woman U.S. president, and he's latinx and he's discovering his sexuality and then also uh one of the a a prince of england and they have a romance and And they talk about star wars (laughs) star wars they flirt (laughs) through star wars references and also like there's some pretty there's some sexy moments in there um and pretty good they're pretty good. <laughs> it's it's just so good. That book makes my heart really, really, really happy. Um, and I'm very excited for Casey McQuinston's next book. Um, yeah, called One Last Stop, and that's a that's a woolowa, a woman loving woman 
<laughs> book. And if it's anything like red, white, and royal blue, I'm going to fucking love it. Yeah. So good. A book that I did That's read. Like- oh, go ahead. Oh. I was going to say, it's like the perfect 2020-2021 book because it's like an alternate yeah. like reality, I guess, of yeah. like what the U.S. could be, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which will probably won't happen for a long time, but. Yeah, but that book is so good. Um, a book that I didn't read in 2020, uh, but it was at like the beginning of 2021 that I just, I, I need to shout out is Cemetery Boys by Aiden Thomas. It's so good. Uh, (laughs) It's another, it's another romance. And it's so good. Romance is the genre for the pandemic. Let me tell you. because I love it. Yeah, I'm still on hold for that. Like majority of my want to reads that I recently added on Goodreads are um god I still have our romance 14 books. weeks what? Jesus Christ yeah and I need don't tell more. me anything I'm not gonna <laughs> tell you anything but uh, other than it has lots of Latinx representation it has trans representation it has other queer representation and it's so good it's so good um and I need more people to read it so that maybe more people will write like soft, sweet fanfic for them. <laughs> because there's like 15 stories on Archive of Our Own, and I've already read all of them. I'm trying to narrow it down to like four books. I read a <laughs> lot of good books last year. Lady Hotspur is really good. It's very gay. It's a uh, King Lear retelling. Oh. But ladies. Oh, yeah. King Lear. Am I saying that right? Lear, 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 Lear. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I read the David Bad trilogy last year. So City of Brass, mm. Kingdom of Copper, and Empire of Gold, which I'm obsessed with that trilogy. I just realized I have never tried looking up fanfic for that trilogy. I'm going to do that tonight. Hey. Anyway. <laughs> Um, Zoraida Cordova's Incendiary, uh, which has the most beautiful cover I've ever seen, is really good. And her second book is coming out soon, like within the next couple months. Um, so it's a mm. duology. So what's the next one called? Illusionary is the next one. Ah, I can't wait. And uh, mm. let me see. Harrow the, or no, uh, Gideon the Ninth is by this. New Zealand author and it's the most the way that it's written is like the most unique prose I've I think I've ever read and mm-hmm. the main character is this like big dumb warrior chick who's a big lesbian and her mm. she she becomes best friends with this like angry little goth chick <laughs> it's like <Yeah>. amazing <laughs> And it's such a beautiful story of friendship and love. And it, I, it was really hard for me to get into because the prose is really, really unusual and unique and it's good. But the Gideon's voice throughout the, the book is just fucking amazing. It's so like, it's so 21st century, like mm-hmm. millennial language, like 
it's like that's what she said is literally in there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this is a fantasy sci-fi book. Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? It's so, but it's really good. It's really highly recommend. I didn't like the second book as much as I liked the first one, but mm. who's calling me from Pennsylvania right now? <laughs> too late for you to be calling me. <laughs> That's all. Five books or five <laughs> series. <laughs> two hey, series. Three listen, of them. I read two books. So <laughs> <laughs> I had my goal at a hundred books, and I did not get there because um, I was uh- like. I upped it too because I was like, "We're in a pandemic. I'm gonna be home." Like, <laughs> I read, I read seventy four. What the really fuck? Good. It's still really good. <laughs> I read two. <laughs> two. My Goodreads goal this year is ten. <laughs> I'm already behind. <laughs> I did fifty this year because I'm in school, and I've read oh. ten. Yeah. But I what listen the, to audiobooks you... when I drive too mm. for work, so I feel like that yeah. helps. I, can, I for some reason like I can do podcasts, obviously, but I can't do audiobooks because unless I have the physical book in my hands as well, because I get too distracted. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, next question. Uh, Holly asked, "What Marvel movie should I watch next?" And for context, she's seen. The first Guardians of the Galaxy, Black Panther, Far From Home, and Ragnarok. Winter Soldier. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to suggest Winter Soldier as well. Um, Maybe watch the first Avenger and then Winter Soldier just so you have some context. Yeah. But watch- Winter Soldier is like still really good. Like I watched yeah. it recently. And you know what? Like, is the first Avenger the best movie? No. Is it still really great and a very excellent, like, demonstration of Steve Rogers? Yes. And Peggy Carter. And is Peggy Carter! Who is... Um, yeah. I know a lot of people didn't like Endgame because of the way it ended, but I just... I'm really glad we just got her back for at least yeah. a moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm trying to think of... Um, Maybe a more recent one that she could watch, too. Um, I feel like Ragnarok, Far From Home. Uh, no, home. you should watch Homecoming. Homecoming is really good. It's very good. I really enjoyed Homecoming. Yeah. Um, Ant-Man is fun. Yeah. Ant-Man and the Ant-Man. Wasp. Yeah, those are fun. Yeah. Um. So. Honestly, Ragnarok and that's all you really need. Ragnarok, Black <laughs> Panther, and Homecoming. That's that's all you really need. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. That, those are the best ones. Yeah, we'll let I you mean, know I'm if a, there's any one any new ones that come out that are worthy. <laughs> uh, the next question is specifically for me, Jess. What form does your demon take from his dark materials? A cat, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I have a new affinity for the weasels. Ever since the show came out, because they're just so cute, and also TikTok and the ferrets, just I don't know, I really <laughs> like them. But no, it's definitely a cat. And I took that demon quiz like when the f- show first started last year, and I got a cat. So you know, well, <laughs> did you watch that, good. Abby? His Dark Materials? I did not. Okay, did it's not. really good. Yeah, it's a really well done show. Yeah, I've seen y'all loving on it in the Discord. Spectre 8 asks, 
Favorite cartoons? Like from childhood or like adult cartoons? Uh, I would say either because or. Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> the last Avatar, Airbender, Legend of Korra, She-Ra. <laughs> yeah, She-Ra's very good. I'm still in the first season, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I like Bojack Horseman. I can't watch Bojack Horseman. No. <laughs> the ant uh, it makes me uncomfortable, like the way that the characters are animated. I'm just like, <laughs> but I you can't. really like the story. I know, I know. I actually, so yeah, I need to like. Is there a way can that I, I could just do the audio? <laughs> Not see what they look like. Oh my um, god! I just started watching Tuca and shit. What's the name of it? It, uh, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember Turka, what it's called. Turkey and Birdie. It's um, it has Ali Wong and mm. um, I just listened to a podcast, Tiffany Haddish, <laughs> and it's really great. Tiffany Haddish is fucking hilarious, by the way. Yeah, like just her existence. She's just funny, just existing, <laughs> just like. <laughs> so I listened to Nicole Byers' Why Won't You Date Me podcast, which is really funny. Everybody should listen to her. But she had Tiffany Haddish on a guest last week, on as a guest last week, and they were talking about just hoe and shit, you know. <laughs> like, and Tiffany said that, like, the way that she gets guys to leave her alone at clubs is she asks them what their credit score is and she has a really good reasoning for it. She's like, no, because if they're like, what the fuck? I don't know. Then you're like, yeah, he's not worth my time. And if he's like, oh, it's this or he, you know, maybe it wasn't really, it's not really good right now, but he's working on it. You have a story and you know that he like knows how to be responsible. Obviously this Mm. is like not applicable for us anymore, but (laughs) (laughs) it's like, um, it's like my friend Ashley's first date question is, what's your childhood trauma? <laughs> yeah. like Be- Because if yeah. they're like, what the fuck is trauma? Then you know they're not worth your time. And then if yeah. they just start going into it, you know they have bad boundaries. Yeah. It's very true. <laughs> it's very true. I like these ridiculous questions for dating. They're great. <laughs> The other thing that she said is that she's four dicks away from being a lesbian, which I was like, that's really funny. (laughs) She's like, after 50 dicks, I will be a lesbian. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know what? Good for her. Right? I was like, that's a really great. (laughs) Cheers to uh, Tiffany Haddish's uh, 46 dicks. Yeah. (laughs) Next yeah. Spectre 8 asks, favorite makeup and skincare products? Oh, God. <laughs> um, I have many. I spend a lot of money on skincare, and it's not accessible, so I don't feel like I should answer that question. Um, I use um, I use Cetaphil a lot, and so like, that's very particularly for those with like sensitive skin. And they have a nighttime moisturizer that targets redness that I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's not too heavy. Um, cause like I have dry skin, um, on top of having red and acne prone skin. Thanks PCOS. Uh, but <laughs> I have dry skin. And so finding a good, like dry overnight, uh, moisturizer for dry skin, that's not unbelievably heavy is hard, especially when you're buying like at the drugstore level. 
Um, and so Cetaphil's is really nice um, in terms of like skincare stuff. Like makeup. I love Fenty. <laughs> Fenty's good. So the Kos RX Snail Mucin Essence, mm. that's pretty affordable actually. You can get that on Amazon. You can get it at Ulta. It's like $23. Yeah. That's There's... really good for like moisturizing. I feel like I use I have very now that I'm getting older, I have very dry skin. And mm-hmm. so I use the really heavy moisturizers yeah. at night. Yeah. I want like I put aquaphor on my skin sometimes. <laughs> I'm that person now. But I use yeah. um, you know, one of the things that is like what every esthetician tells you to start using when you're like as young as possible is retinols. Yep. And rock skincare, R O C. That's like the drug, the best drugstore retinol that I've ever used. Hmm. I don't use it anymore because I started using a different one that's Indeed Labs. They have hmm. a pretty good retinol as well that's pretty affordable. Um, I bought an expensive retinol and I actually might go back to the Indeed one because I feel like it, I see a better, a bigger mm-hmm. difference with that one than I do with the expensive one. I'm like, yeah. I have to look into that because I've been using a, a a retinol serum that like is fine. It's just not doing as much as I want it to. Yeah. I like wait for the stuff on Indeed Labs to go on sale. And then I buy like five of them at once because yeah. I go through them so fast. That's but Rocks true. is really good too. And I think it's like $20. Oh, so okay. it's it's very, it's quite affordable. Yeah. Um, And then as far as makeup, good God. Uh, yeah. I buy a lot of NARS stuff too, even though I, they're, I know they're not cruelty free. I, I mm. hate it. I hate I hate that I buy them. <laughs> um, my favorite thing right now is the Marc Jacobs mascara. Mm. That's, I don't know. Mascara is very important and I'm willing to spend money on it. But everything yeah. else, it's like yeah. ColourPop, yeah. Um, NYX, ELF. I do. I really like, uh, if you want like a good eyeliner, the Fenty Fly Liner is really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that shit don't move. Yeah. <laughs> um, Back to going back to skincare, um, one of my favorite uh, like face masks um, for skincare, not the kind that we have we need to wear out in public. Um, <laughs> you have to specify that now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, the the uh, Tony Moly masks. Mm, mm-hmm. They're um, they're a Korean skincare company, but I love they they have a whole bunch of different. Um, sheet masks like the i'm real series um and so like it'll be like i'm lotus or i'm (laughs) uh avocado or (laughs) i'm red wine and stuff like that and it's all for different you know targeting different things that you're looking for in your skin um and i love these i they're they're just very nice they i think they work very well they're relatively affordable um like if you go to in Ulta, you can get them for like two bucks a piece. Yeah. Um, I usually buy like packs of them just because mm-hmm. then I have more for longer. Um, but I love these and I've gotten Chris hooked onto these too. So, oh, lucky. I'm trying to get Billy to like put something other than body lotion on his face. <sighs> that, <laughs> that took a while. <laughs> <laughs> And he, no, 
not only does he did he do that, but like he scrubs his face so harshly, even even with moisturizer, he's like like buffing it yeah. in. I'm like, homie, yeah. you don't need to do that. Yeah. So I, I finally know. was just like, all right, I'm just buying you a skincare routine, and basically, I just bought him my skincare routine, but with a more like, you know, he has oily skin, so leaning more towards that. Uh, and finally. <laughs> This man at 26 years old has a skincare routine. God, Billy's in his 40s and I have to I had to buy these like glycolic wipes because <laughs> what is exfoliation to this man? Who knows? But he doesn't know. Um he uses bar soap to wash his face, which no, that's he never does gonna change because I can't I can't control what he does in the shower. <laughs> like, I can't I can't be there for that. But uh Yes, a body lotion for moisturizer, bar soap for washing his face, and I try to get in, like, a glycolic wipe, but I have to do – I physically have to do it for him. (laughs) Like, I have to go and wipe his face. Yeah. Is Billy the kind of person to use a three-in-one, like, shampoo, conditioner, body wash? No, because I'm the one that buys all of the bathroom <laughs> stuff, and yeah. I refuse to buy that for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have – for like shampoo and conditioner, we always have salon grade stuff because my mom was a hairstylist. So, yeah. you know, we can get stuff in bulk, like big in bulk mm-hmm. from Sally's pretty for a pretty decent price. Um, so Chris is like, my hair has never been softer since we moved in together. And I was like, I know. <laughs> the great thing about like salon grade products too is that you don't need as much stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's like half the volume because there's like less water in it or whatever. Yeah. So it, you don't need as much to like wash your hair as you yep. would like with a drugstore brand. Yep. And it lasts, it lasts freaking forever. And mm-hmm. I have a lot of and friends that are hairstylists and I always get scolded when I try to either box dye my hair, use drugstore <laughs> branded anything or wash my hair too often. Yep. <laughs> or try yep. to cut my own bangs. I get yelled at for oh, that God. too. I don't do that anymore. I'm not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's been one of the big things that I've been so thankful for in in the pandemic. I was going to say, you have your that, own hairstylist. Yeah. Uh, my mom God is a hairstylist. And so she can do mine and Chris's hair, no problem. At the very beginning of the pandemic, when like we, we still weren't even like seeing our families, it was just seeing each other. Um, especially because, you know, Chris works at a hospital. Um, <laughs> I had to cut his hair for him. <laughs> oh, I cut Billy's hair. It did not go well. Yeah. <laughs> thankfully, thankfully. So, like, Chris has longer hair on the top and then, like, it's shorter on the sides. Usually you use, like, a like a two or, you know, depending on how long it's gotten, like, a one or a two on the sides. And then, like. I don't even know what that means. And I used a clippers. <laughs> oh, me. Oh, Jess. Oh, maybe, Billy. maybe, maybe if you have to do that again, you can FaceTime my mom, which is what we did. Oh, we were going to FaceTime my friend who cuts hair because I was like, I need help. And then he just started shaving his head himself because he's like, I don't trust you anymore. I literally like dug. I don't know how I did this because it had the guard on it, just. but I like cut a chunk of his hair out of his head. <laughs> and it was like this off. I was like, oops, I yeah. should have said that. 
Because it was like kind of in the back where like you couldn't really see it. But since Ugh. I said oops, he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So yeah. I only cut it once. Yeah. And that was <laughs> that was always allowed to. Thankfully, like we didn't have to cut anything off the top. I was just I was just using the clippers on the sides because his hair will get poofy then. Um, yeah. And he did not like that at all. <laughs> I think I traumatized him. Uh. <laughs> well, maybe now he will appreciate a good haircut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and my mom has been cutting his hair since we were in high school. So oh, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah. Because she does it for fucking free. Like, yeah. We got free hairstylists. I have never once had to pay to color my hair. And I've been coloring my hair since I was 15. Oh, yeah. So jealous. Yeah. <laughs> Our last question is from me. Because I wanted to talk more about Castlevania. (laughs) So, Jess, what are some of your hopes for Castlevania Season 4? I need Alucard to reunite with his people because he's having a hard time. And Spoilers for Castlevania, by the way. Uh, (laughs) If you haven't seen it, you should go watch it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he needs his people because he's clearly having trouble and he's going to, like become a very dark vampire very soon and we can't have that (laughs) my poor traumatized child yeah dude his japanese friends tried to kill him what the fuck yeah yeah those fucking assholes fucking okay those were like the most unsexy sex scenes i have ever seen in my life like they were so unsettling me and billy were like Oh no! Okay, this is no. It's not hot. No, it's yeah. not. Hot. What is it? What is going to happen? This like, is very. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, at, I'm very at, tense. At first, I was like, "Okay, you're like, yeah, nice." Yeah. And then I was like, "No, no." <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh. So the three of them need to reunite. There was time oh travel Hector and Isaac. Hector. Oh yeah. Oh poor Hector. Oh, poor Hector. <laughs> Although he's annoying, I'm like, he you is need annoying. to like man up yeah. <laughs> sorry no i shouldn't say that oh, he's, just, he's like, just so like he's... sad and like annoying about it <laughs> so you can be sad but not yeah. too sad <laughs> otherwise just doesn't want it well he's very like unrealistic about yeah. what is happening and yeah. he's like willfully naive about it and that's yeah. what bothers me it's like you can be sad but at least like know what's happening and be like yeah that's happening not like that's not happening that's <laughs> just like because that. yeah <laughs> i mean i do that maybe that says a lot about me <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking so that's probably why you like isaac more <laughs> yes this is exactly why i like isaac more dude yeah. isaac is gonna isaac's gonna fuck shit up He's going to kill everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he can be the king of nothing. And that's fine. Yeah. And he's going to be real happy with that. Yeah. And I'm going to be real happy for him. <laughs> he hates humans. Yeah. And I understand. I feel that. Like, <laughs> he is so relatable. He's just over everyone. He's just like, fuck humans. They're terrible. Like, oh, they're all falling from the sky. I'm not saving them. Yeah. <laughs> fuck these guys. <laughs> I was going to say, I hope yeah. the judge comes back, but doesn't he mm-hmm. die? Yeah, he does. Yeah, great. What the fuck is toilet paper? <laughs> <laughs> really sad he's gone. I really enjoyed him. Yeah. Maybe he'll come back. Um, 
do you think uh what's his name uh saint germain is gonna come back oh i hope so because we don't know his story is like not complete like we don't know why the fuck yeah and i mean like he brings time travel into the universe yeah and anything can happen now right which oh my god so chris had seen castlevania and so like he was re-watching it with me um as i was watching it for the first time and he got so upset because like the time travel stuff came up and he was like what like isn't that so cool and i'm like oh no like i expected that and he's like what how did you <laughs> how do you fucking expect that and i'm like it's Comte Saint-Germain, like, he was a notorious alchemist and then also, like, in many iterations of his story, suspected to be a time traveler. And then also has a fucking hourglass for a necklace. Like, (laughs) of course I thought he was gonna be a time traveler. Ugh. He's like, I didn't know that was a real person. I said, oh, yes, that was a very real person. <laughs> and it drives me nuts that they call him Saint Germain. I know. Saint Germain. Saint Germain. Yeah. Um, Castlevania made me realize that I only really like vampire stories when it's revolving around Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> like really fascinated by the mythology around that there is a book series that i read like a couple years ago that was like a ya series and it was a gender swap dracula story but it wasn't the vampire dracula it was the actual like historical figure vlad tepes Ah. and it was really good it was like about mehmed the second third whoever took over constantinople and made it Mm. istanbul Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh it was like it was such a good series and I don't know anytime there's like Dracula related stuff I'm always like mm-hmm. this is really interesting and then I see other vampire stuff and I'm like meh <laughs> <laughs> so this just confirmed okay I need yeah. Dracula to be interested in vampires yeah I also un- slightly unrelated but also kind of related my doorbell camera did not pick me up <laughs> for right. six months on camera <laughs> And maybe like a month and a half ago, it finally started showing me on camera. But literally, I would stand there and look at it and it wouldn't pick me up. And I was like, I'm a vampire. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do remember that. Like, there's no other explanation for this. This is ridiculous. Yeah. The one thing that kind of... This is so stupid, like, that this is the one of the things that I'm like, ugh, this drives me nuts about Castlevania, is uh, its insistence that in the time period that it's set in, in the geographical region that it is set in, that the um, dominating religion at that time was Roman Catholicism in that area, and it was not... No. <laughs> like, this was under the Ottoman Empire. Uh, also, like, if it's going to be any form of Christianity in that area, it would be, like, Eastern Orthodox. Yeah. And 
I, it's just so stupid that I'm like, <laughs> this is what well, bothers part me. <laughs> part of it takes place in Austria. So like, what's her yeah. name? The girl, the, the three girl Carmilla. vampires. Yeah. Yeah. And her sisters like that yeah. takes place in Austria. So that makes yes. sense to me. But yes, because yeah, the church being heavily featured in yeah. Romania, <laughs> the yeah. way it's featured is. Yeah. Cause Austria was part of the Holy Roman empire. Um, so that would make sense as to like why Catholicism is a big thing there. And honestly, like, it's not like there wasn't Catholicism in that area. It just was not the overwhelming religion. Yeah. Um, which is such a stupid thing for me to be like, I'm mad about this. Well, you are obsessed with history and you're Catholic. And (laughs) (laughs) so that makes, that makes sense to me. Why you would be upset about that. Yeah. Um, all of this to say, if you haven't watched Castlevania, you should watch it. Yeah, it's good. Mostly so that we can send you memes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all of the questions that we have. So thanks, everybody. This was a fun conversation. It was nice to just hang out with you, Jess. <laughs> I know. It's been so long. I, I realized last week when we were doing trivia night, I was like, I miss mm-hmm. you. <laughs> like, can we please record this coming week? I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have a review. What? We have a it must be because we are giving stuff away. Yeah, it's probably because <laughs> we're giving stuff away. <laughs> but uh, this review comes from Agent ABP, um, titled This is the Podcast You're Looking For. And they say, You can still like Star Wars, but acknowledge and discuss that it has plenty of areas to improve in. Abby and Jess do a great job of balancing both sides of this equation. Give it a listen. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, also, I noticed that like more than one person now has given us a one star rating, <laughs> but didn't leave a review. I want to know why we suck. Like, Show yourself, you cowards. Make up a fake Apple ID. We don't yeah. care. Like, <laughs> I want to know what makes us a one too. star podcast. I want to know too. I will. Read I mean, there's it on many the reasons. Yeah. There's many yeah, reasons yeah, yeah, yeah. why we would be a one-star podcast. <laughs> but I, I specifically want to know why other people think we should yeah. be a one-star podcast. And it makes me so annoyed because then it makes our average stars four point five, and I mm-hmm. don't like that shit at all. <laughs> nope. Like, nope. Mm, makes me mad. Yeah, especially when Rogue Padron has a five point <laughs> Rogue Padron. I like how we have this one-sided rivalry with Rogue Padron all of a sudden. Like, we're, like, trying to steal all of their hosts. Like, <laughs> which just makes it even, it makes it even better than recent episode. So, a recent episode of Rogue Padron. They were lamenting the fact that they didn't have any new reviews, which is something we are very familiar with. Um, <laughs> Danny put in one at the end and was like, "Yes, Af, it's a genuine review. It's your job to read it." And it was a lousy, beautiful town review. <laughs> and she read most she of it. Most of it. It didn't even notice until Meg said, "Stop." <laughs> <laughs> 
Meg is like, this is not for our podcast. <laughs> so thank you, Daddy. Um, and Steph was, finished reading it. <laughs> it was pretty damn funny. I was cry laughing. Um, but also, it looks like you guys, y'all got some new reviews, so congrats. You have your own reviews you can read on your show. <laughs> we will not be reading any Rogue Pod reviews on this show. No, we will not. <laughs> also, uh, if you have not yet left a review and you need some incentive to do so, we are doing a giveaway, even Ooh. though we haven't recorded in a long time. <laughs> and we did announce it very uh, abruptly on mm. our last episode. But we're giving away a Grogu plush, some top uh, trading cards for Rise of Skywalker, and a, lotter- a homemade Lotteria set that has really adorable cards um, by a Latinx artist. So if you leave a review and DM or email us showing that you left it, you can enter and you could win all three of those things. And unfortunately we can't do international because it's going to be really fucking expensive to send that stupid Grogu overseas. <laughs> send that if stupid it was just child. The- if it was just the Lotteria set and the cards, it might yeah. be we probably could do it, but the Grogu yeah. is so big. So unfortunately it's US only, but you should mm-hmm. still leave us a review. You could win this stuff. Please let us give it away. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> and please leave us a review. <laughs> yeah. Cause Abby's dying. Yeah. <laughs> I need applause to live. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, and you can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, all of those places. Who cares? Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at LBTPod. We post really stupid shit and sometimes memes and sometimes Castlevania memes. Um and if you want, you can send us an email to lovesbeautifultownpod at gmail.com. Jess, where can the people find you? You can find me now at Space Jess with four S's in the Jess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I might disappear again. Who knows? I was going to uh, say, are you back from your hiatus or no? I don't know. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Did I ever really leave? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I was I was in and out. Yeah, there were a lot of things going on. Yeah, um, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Abby M Cecilia. And with that, are you going to change your Twitter name to Arby M Cecilia? No, I'm never going to change it. No, <laughs> I'm going to make a fake Abby. <laughs> <laughs> That's Arby M Cecilia, and I'm going to pretend I'm you, but Arby's. <laughs> Listen, you can do that, but I will continue to dunk on you for the fact that when I order Arby's, I get Fuck like you. buckets full of sauce and you get one. Dude, I ordered from DoorDash thinking, okay, they're going to read the instructions, like three, six of each sauce. Like they're going to mm-hmm. do that. I got six total sauces, <laughs> which is better than one, but it's still fucking stupid. I'm so upset. <laughs> Uh, Don't go to the Arby's and Bixby Knowles. (laughs) (laughs) 
They're cheap on saws. Uh, well, with that, maybe we'll all pray that Jess gets her Arby's sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>